In this week's parsha, Parshas Mr, the Torah tells us about the mitzvah of bringing the carbon Omer. The carbon Omer is brought on the second day of Pesach. We know that's the first day we start counting Sfirah Sa'omer. And not only is there a mitzvah to bring the Omer, there is an Isser, which seemingly is dependent on this mitzvah, and that's the Isser of consuming Chadash. One is not allowed to consume from the new grain until after the Omer is brought. And the Pasuk says, V'lechem v'kali so it says two things. One should not eat it until that day, until the carbon is brought. So the Gemara learns out from here that the day itself, the Tzum Shayyim allows one to eat from the Chadash. And the truth is, if, if there's no carbon being brought right away that day, in the morning, you'll be able to eat Chadash. However, the Gemara brings down from Rabbi Yechem and Zaka, I mean, a Takana, that even when the base Middash is no longer around, and we should really be able to bring, bring, eat from the Chadash that day, we wait until the next day because Meheri Yibana Beis and we are anticipating that that the that Mashiach will come, the Beis will be restored, and we should be able to bring the carbon. So we wait until the full day has passed, and only start consuming on the third day. The pasuk concludes: Chukas Oylam Ledarisechem, it's a chayk forever. Ledarisechem throughout your generations, v'chomoish v'isechem wherever you live. And from just looking at the pasuk, one would assume that although Chadash sounds like a mitzvah that's tali ba'aretz, that's dependent on Eretz Yisrael, perhaps dependent on the karban. But since the Torah says, l'dari seichem, throughout all your generations, sounds like even if there's no karban, and b'chomosh v'seichem, sounds like it's not dependent on Eretz Yisrael, and there will be no difference between chutz la'aretz and Eretz Yisrael, b'zman habayis, and shaloi b'zman habayis. That is actually the opinion of Rabbi Lazar and the Mishnah, there's a Mishnah in Kedushin Daf Lamed Vav, Amad Beis. The Mishnah actually brings Machlekes, if Chadash applies in Chutz Laaretz uh, as well. One would question what exactly could the Machlekes be. The Torah says, B'chomosh V'seichem and L'dar V'seichem. But the Gemara says that B'chomosh V'seichem doesn't necessarily have to mean outside of Eretz Yisrael. It could mean L'achar Yerusha V'yeshiva. The Gemara brings down that it means the only Chayev in, Chad, in, in this mitzvah of Chadash after, after the Klai Yisrael started, uh, you know, inherited the land and dwelled in their proper place, that's a, that's the Gemara brings down the Machlekes, the Gemara in Kedushin. Either way, you have Machlekes, Chachamim, and Rabbi Yezer, if Chadash applies in Chutz Laaretz or not. However, there's a Mishnah in Arla, and the Mishnah explicitly says, HaChadash, Asr Makaim, that Chadash is Asr everywhere, and based on that, the Rif, the Rambam, the Tshuva Sarash, they all paskin that there's an Isser to eat Chadash, even in Chutz Laaretz, even in America, outside of Eretz Yisrael. Shalai Bizman Habayis, today, 2022, there'll be an Isser of consuming from the new crop before the Omer is brought or before the uh, before before uh, the second day of Pesach. So if you just take a step back, what exactly does that mean on a practical level? So the Pasuk said, Lechem, and the Gemara learns out many times that Lechem means Chameshus Mini Dagon, the five types of grain. Here we don't care if it became bread, it just has to be one of those five types of grains. So let's see, you have barley. Barley is one of the five grains of wheat, barley, oats, uh, spelt, and rye. So chalant, barley in a chalant, there's, there's an issue. If, if the barley is from the new crop, then there will be an issue. So how do you figure out what exactly is the new crop? So you just have to uh, look into uh, the crop cycle in your country. So in America, many items are grown during the winter and they only come to market in the spring or summertime. So those products are always considered yashan because by the time it's coming to you, it had grown 
a shlish, it had grown a certain, uh, you know, a, a, a significant amount before, before uh, Pesach. So it already existed before Pesach. That's considered chadash before Pesach. But once Pesach comes, that's considered yashan. It has passed over a, uh, a time of a, of a carbon oimer, the second day of Pesach, and one is allowed to consume it. So the truth is, from now, uh, in May, until mid-August, everything in the world not everything in the world, but everything that you'd be eating would be considered yashan. There would be no issue of chadash. What comes up as far as chadash is a spring product, uh, you know, a grain that was grown at the end of April, early May. That's when it was planted. It's being harvested in uh, in late July, early August, and coming to the market, you know, late August, early September. That product is chadash. And according to the Shulchan Aruch, the way he passes based on the riff, Ramam and the Rush, there'll be an Isidur to consume that prior to having uh, this product, you know, sit around until Pesach. And then after Pesach, you can eat it, that would be called Yashan. So sometimes you'll see a product that says Yashan on it. It can mean one of two things. Either this item was a winter product that grew enough before Pesach to, that by the time they harvested, it was no longer considered Chadash. Or this item was stored, or it's an old item, it's literally Yashan, it's old, it's from the previous year, and it passed by Pesach, so that's how you have what we call the Yashan market. Now, if someone wants to keep Yashan based on the Pesach and the Shulchan Aruch, there's uh, different tools and uh, things to look at. There's a Chadash guide, it's a book, there's also a PDF version online, it usually comes out in early July when the USDA uh, updates when the, the new harvest took place. You can look online. These are commodities, so the government tracks, you know, what percentage of new wheat has been harvested or the winter crops. You can look online. You can see what's going on, but you don't have to do it yourself. There are people that spend 40, 50 hours a week tracking it, and they put out a book, the Chadash Guide. There's another website, yashan.com, which takes uh, some of the information from the Chadash Guide, plus it, it works closely with the Kashas organizations to find out which companies always use winter wheat, uh, winter wheat flour, or the like. So th those are the tools that you would use if someone wanted to keep chadash, like it says, keep, keep uh, we call it yashan, but make sure not to eat chadash and following the psaq of the Shulchan Aruch. Typically, you can speak to your local rav and your local hashgacha to see what's going on in your local market. Now, I just said the riff, Rambam, Rush, they all go and they say the halacha is like this Mishnah and Arla, that HaChadosh is Asr B'chol Makam. So, we could close the book right there. However, most of, I would say, Chutzniks, most people living outside of Eretz Yisrael, your uh, classic Yid in America, especially the Hasidim, and even many in the Yeshivish world, they do not concern themselves for, for Yashan, especially out of town. And what are they relying on? So this is not a new Shaila. This is brought in the, in, in the place game. They discuss this because the Shulchan Aruch and Simon Rish Sadegim on Yeridea and Simon Tav Peites at the end of Hilchas Pesach in Archaim Sefiyot he brings down that Chadash Asr B'Chamakim Cholzman Bein Bein you know Bezman Abayis Shloim Bezman Abayis clearly holding its Asr. So the first Limut Chos is found in the Taz in Yeridea. He brings down that perhaps we don't pass him like this Stam Mishnah on Arla. And the Psak Rabbi Lazar that Afa Chadash, maybe we go to Tanakama, Yachad Rab Karabim, and this is this is something that's Tali Tali uh, Baaretz. That's the Taz's 
Heter. He says, of course, we, we wouldn't rely on this, but since bread, eating bread is a shasad chak, we could rely on the the uh, the dasi the, the chachamim. He also says, when you have your stam mishnah and achachach machloikas, perhaps you go with the machloikas. So even though the stam mishnah Arla says afachadash, but you have machloikas and kedushin, so that would be another reason. So the first reason, which is not really accepted, not really brought in by the later achoranim, is that of the taz that shasad chak we can rely on the machlekes tanam. We usually don't do that, and therefore the taz is a tremendous chedesh. But there are three reasons brought down by the other achorinim, the Archashoch and the Bach, and the Mishabur brings these down as well. Mishabur is found in Tav Petas, on that on, on Sefiyod, and three uh, potential heterim go like this. The Ramah says, L'chayra should be a sfek sveka. What's the sfek sveka? So the, su- the suffix like this. Suffix if this grain, let's, let's assume we're dealing with uh, 2022. So I'm looking at a product, let's say September 2022. I have a suffix if this is 2022 harvest or 2021 harvest. Now, even if it's 2022 harvest, maybe it was it grew enough before Pesach, and maybe it didn't. So that would be a Svex Veka, and you can be making on the Svex Veka. That's the Pesach of the Ramah. It's a tremendous chiddush from a Svex Veka standpoint, because in a nutshell, it's really just one suffix. Is this chadash or not? Is this from this year, or, 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 the, uh, or is it, was it, did it grow before Pesach or after Pesach? It should really be one suffix. But the Ramah, in fact, says this as a limitzchos. That's hatter number one. Hatter number two, that this whole, the Mishnah that says, Afechadosh, that Chadosh is Aser, maybe that's only talking on a Dirabanan level. It's not really a, the same Deraisa. It's only a Dirabanan, that Chadosh is Aser. I, uh, so what are we going to do with the, uh, so how does it help us? We also keep Dirabanans. So the Rabbeinu Baruch, brought down by the Archashoch and the other parts, can they say that, and they have Raya's from the Gemara, that every time you have Mitzvah is at Kluyas Ba'aretz, that there's also an Isidar Abana and a Chutz Laaretz. That's only the Aratzais that are smuchin, the, the land that is in the nearby vicinity of Eretz Israel. Why is that? Because one can make a mistake. You know, they have uh, their neighbor lives in Syria, but they're living within the borders of Eretz Israel, so there could be a mistake. That's the Isidar Abana. So it only applies to Aratzais, to lands that are smuchin. But if you go to uh, to Poland, you go to America, the product there is not smuchen la'aretz Yisrael, and therefore there's no gzair d'rabonon, and it's mutter in chutz la'aretz. That is the shita of Rabbeinu Baruch, and Aruch HaShochan believes this is the, the reason why many are not uh, concerned for the Isser of Chadash. The Bach has a famous uh, psak, the Bashem Tufan with the Bach and others, other Hasidim for different reasons, and he said that there's no Isser Chadash when it comes to the land of Akum. When it comes to land owned by a nachri, there's no Isr Chadash, and therefore you could assume that the wheat flour you're getting from North Dakota is not owned by a yid, and there'll be no issue. But again, if someone's only relying on the Bach, so if you have a if you're growing wheat in your backyard, so you, you have to keep this uh, this Isr of of, of, uh, of Chadash. So you take these three reasons, Svex Feka, perhaps only Aratzos HaSmuchan Aratz Yisrael, and there's no concern Bishal Akam. With take these three reasons together, that's probably the reason why many people or perhaps most of Klai Yisrael outside of Eretz Yisrael are not concerned for, for the Isra of Chadash. And even if they are concerned, they don't really, really hold it's an Isra of Raisa, they would kasher kalim or the like. They hold there is what to rely on as far as not eating, uh, you know, uh, as, as far as eating Chadash and Chutz Laaretz. However, I would point out from the Bir Halacha, he says that these kulas do not really, uh, do not really add up, especially because the Shulchan Aruch clearly says 
it applies even in Chutz Laaretz. It's based on the Pesach of the three greatest uh, Rishonim, the Rif, Ramam, and the Chuvas Harash. And therefore, the Mishabur says, really, one should be Machmer if it's a Shas and Chak, or they don't have the ability to, to uh, only eat what we call Yashon. So he says, why does it have to be an all-or-nothing uh, proposition here? Why can't it be that if you have the opportunity to eat uh, Yashon, then you should do it? And there are certain things that are not available. Okay, you'll be makeup because it's a shas chak. That's the psak of the berah Others take a more lenient stance, but at the very least, a person should should know and be aware that there is an iser to consume chadash, uh, even in chutz la'aretz. It's a debate. This iser the raisa, iser the rabbanon. If it really, really applies, b'shal nachri and the aratzos that are not some chlaret israel. But once you realize that they're relying on a kula. And therefore, if someone lives in a community, in a city, where their pizza store is Yashan, their bagel store is Yashan, of course, one should keep Yashan to the best of their ability. And one should realize if they're in situations out of town or the like, where it's very difficult to get, there's what to rely on. And perhaps with children and snacks and pizza and whatever is available, it will be difficult to be machmer on them. But if someone's by a... You stand you buy a bris, and they tell you, oh, these bagels are yashin, and those are not yashin. Why would anyone eat the non-yashin ones? You have a, you have a shayla on a derais level. Uh, the Grah talks about, uh, the Grah on Hilchus Chadash brings down how, how terrible it is that people don't care about it. So it's important to be mechanach our children. There is a concept, not just a concept. There's a mitzvah, deraisa, to only consume. There's an issa deraisa to consume the chadash. There's a debate if we have what to rely on, bezman but if we're able to keep it to the best of our capabilities, whether it's a choice of what pretzels to buy, what cookies to buy, then one should try to keep the uh, keep keep this mitzvah. And if one has no choice, living out of town, or they just don't have a certain product available, so one should realize what to rely on, but we are relying on a kula.